Hello and welcome back to some real news for once with Carson Robinson. Today's episode has two purposes. To talk about our new schedule, which you may have heard on some real news for once with Carson Robinson, and our bonus episode we just released today. And also to talk about gerrymandering, a horrible process that has been concocted by people in the past so that they could win the House of Representatives by basically making sure that the other party's votes don't count. But first, our schedule. So, on Mondays and Saturdays, we'll be releasing episodes. Each one will have its own purpose. For example, next Monday, or the Monday, basically tomorrow, we will be talking about World War One, And then on Saturday, we're going to dive deep into... World War Two, which we kind of mentioned in our British episode. We're just going to continue on with the American side of things because we talked about Britain and that kind of stuff. But it will be mostly focused on one part of World War Two that we have mentioned, or we kind of mentioned it on the show, uh, the Liberty Ships. So it will be a quick episode on Liberty Ships. But now... I told you that we could look at gerrymandering. So let's look at it. What is gerrymandering first? So let's give you a definition of gerrymandering. Gerrymandering is manipulating the boundaries of an electoral constituency so to favor one party or class achieve a result by manipulating the boundaries of a electoral constituency a total freedom to gerrymander the results however they want so what that means is that one party will use this really intense process of gerrymandering to make sure that the other party's votes don't work so well like they don't matter so let's break down the house of representatives congressional ideas to you So what happens is congressional districts. They are these districts that each state gets, and they are the amount of Congress people that you can send to the House of Representatives. So for example, so basically what they do is, let's say there are 50 people in a state. There's this representation that was kind of created by I think it was CNN. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's CNN. And it was gerrymandering how to steal an election. So let's say there's a total of 50 people in the state. And 60 are blue and 40 are red. What seems even uh, would be if, well, you divided it up like that. You uh, gave the Republican district two districts because they have 40% of the population, the Democrats, three districts, or you have to divide them up into five districts. Just think about that. Five districts. And give Republicans two of them, and Democrats three of them. So that would be perfect. Equal. Depending on the population. But what the Democrats could do is they could gerrymander so the districts could be completely different, where all the districts are blue, where you have all six, 
it's like six blue to four red on every district, so they all they get all districts. And then the Republicans could do a district that's really weird, and they could make it so the Democrats only have two districts and they have three districts. Both are unequal representations of the population. What that means is the Democrats or the Republicans in charge of the state legislature edits the boundaries so that the other group, other party, is not represented well enough. So it's kind of basically tricking them. Or not even tricking them. It's just making sure they don't win, ever. But let's look at it. There's a lot of things that are going on. So gerrymandering, let's talk about the process. The census. It's the start of it. So every 10 years, the Constitution says we have to take a re count of all the people because the first count and then a recount and then keep recounting year after year every 10 years and we have to count all the people in the country and where they live and so we have to do a census and it allows us to spread out money for programs and to redistrict which is our next piece redistricting It's a complex system, and so after the census, we have to make new maps of congressional districts, which are equal areas who vote for one representative for the U.S. House. And so after the census, we must draw these maps to keep them equal. And this is done by the state legislator. As I was saying earlier, if the state legislator is Democrat, they could do that whole thing where it's five districts, all Democrats, or they could do it fairly where it's three Democrat districts and two Republican districts. But currently, the Republicans do the most gerrymandering, or they did, and now to win back the House, the Democrats did more gerrymandering. But they lost some seats in the House in the 2020 election. Let's keep going. Then there's gerrymandering itself. So the Democrats win the Pennsylvania legislature. So they can edit the maps. So they basically redraw them so they have a majority using an independent contractor sometimes or just themselves. For example, looking at the final part of the graphing area. So I had this little uh, map I created. And uh, I just mentioned that earlier, but it's kind of connected to that piece. But um, let's say that in 2022, because of the redistricting, in multiple states, the Democrats win the House Representative and continue to win for the next eight years. So if they win a large number of state legislators, they can edit the maps so that favor them in all the cities. The Republicans do this too. They mostly are the ones who gerrymander, like I said. They, they're not the only reason Democrats usually lose in certain states. is because also Democrats are clustered into urban areas all Republicans are very rural and suburban. There's some suburban Democrats, of course. So those are the complicated situations. But uh, urbans mostly go to Democrats. Suburbans are the tough ones. And rurals are mostly Republican. So that's what happens. And after they edit the maps, they can win the House for the next 10 years, because right after the census, which is right around the election, for example, in 2020, we had an election, and now the Republicans took a large number of state legislators, 
And as we mentioned in some real news for once with Carson Robinson, they can have a lasting effect. They can gerrymander the maps so that they will continue to win the House for the next 10 years. And then let's say the Democrats win the House again. And then they can continue to win it for the next 10 years until the next redrawing. It all depends who holds the state legislators during that time period. Then there's the last thing, which is the Voting Rights Act and gerrymandering. So the Voting Rights Act, it was this act that helped black people get to the right to vote. Again, they had it during Reconstruction. They lost it because of the whole situation that happened with this one president. So it's 1876, and this one president, um, it looks like 12 years after the Civil War, 11 or 12, and the country's still reeling. And there's this big presidential election between the Democrat candidate and the Republican candidate. At the time, the Republicans were actually the good people. They were the ones who put up Lincoln and all that stuff. And really, it was a contested election. The election was between Rutherford B. Hayes and Samuel J. Tilden. Hayes and Tilden were almost messed up because of this. Because they had this whole problem with the system. And uh, they ended up having contested election for a long time. One of the worst election problems ever. And uh, it was pretty bad. And uh, the Democrat Party would not stand out. And at the time, they were the Republicans today. And the Republicans were the Democrats today. And um, the Democrats came to Hayes' team with the proposition. You get the White House, we get all federal troops pulled out of the South. And that was the end of Reconstruction, a period where black people had a lot of power. They had seats in the House and in the Senate, and they were in charge of a large number of state legislators and other things. And then they lost it just because of the Tilden-Hayes deal. It was completely horrible. Hayes was a little selfish, and his party was a little selfish. They didn't care about the people who voted for them. They just went right ahead and did it. But the Voting Rights Act really said, you can gerrymander to help minorities win in certain places. For example, there's this one district uh, that was created by this independent contractor. So this one district is called Illinois 4th, and the district looks like earmuffs. So they call it the Earmuff District. So if you zoom in, search it up, search up uh, Illinois' 4th U.S. Congressional District, there's this little line that connects it. This little line that's just one road. So if you're, no one lives there. So because of the Voting Rights Act, they said, hey, Mr. Uh, contractor Guy, yeah, we would like you to draw this congressional district for us so that... Uh, the people in uh, these two Latino neighborhoods that were connected have the ability to put a major one person in the house, which is nice for them. 
good work, Independent Contractor. That's one of his most famous works. And then there's another one, which happened. This Independent Contractor also did another one, which actually affected a future president. Um, Up-and-coming Senate runner. He was uh, running against a Democrat, and he was a Democrat. It was Barack Obama. This contractor gerrymandered Barack Obama. He basically cut out the place where Obama lived so he couldn't be on the ballot to help the incumbent Democrat, which is something called incumbent protection. Really interesting process. So what they would do is they would make sure that the incumbent continues to win. And uh, so that's what they did. It's another one. And after that, Barack piggybacked it to get into the White House. So, nice work. Woohoo. But uh, now, there's a few other things to mention. Where did gerrymandering start? Well, let's get right into that. Gerrymandering was created. We'll see you after the break. Bye. Welcome back by a man named Elbridge Gerry, who was the Massachusetts governor in 1812. And he signed off on a district by the state legislator to favor his party, the Federalists, so they could win the House at that time because they were doing pretty well and then they just need some more seats. So he wanted to win Maine, sorry, Massachusetts back. So he signed off of this district that was shaped like a salamander. So mixing salamander with Jerry, it's gerrymander. And they called him the gerrymander. And then in 2009, there was this thing called Red Map. So what happened is this young man really thought, hey, I'm a Republican and I want to do something at the state level. So... He wants to do something at state level. And so people are pouring billions of dollars into presidential elections. And sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. So instead, he's going to pour money thanks to uh, reading this article in the New York Times. And he says that gerrymandering, they could win a bunch of state legislators. And gerrymandering so they could win the House. And it works. He is able to get enough money to do this total smear, smear campaign of the Democratic candidates so that people will vote for the Republican one. Outside, in a complete another state, he's just doing a bunch of stuff. Like in, uh, he did something in Maine where this one guy was running for a uh, state legislator seat and, and so instead of getting the seat, this guy is just totally smeared by these unknown fake things. It's horrible. And uh, that's really sad. But then, after they win, they edit the maps, and then they start to see a result in 2012, and then, so on and so forth, they continue to win until 2018, which is when the Democrats win back the House. Woohoo! And then 
that happened. But then let's continue on. What else has happened? So right before that election, there was some cases in the Supreme Court in 2017 about gerrymandering. Well, one of them was saying you cannot gerrymander based on race except for the Voting Rights Act gerrymandering. So you can't, like, cut entire neighborhoods of, for example, um, black people out of the loop so you Republicans can win. That's not allowed. You know what else is not allowed now? Extreme gerrymandering. So both of them were ruled unconstitutional. Um, extreme gerrymandering is just like gerrymandering so an entire party cannot have an advantage in an entire state. That's crazy. You can't do that. So not even just a state, but like the whole country. Like what Red Map did. They said that's unconstitutional. You can't do it. So, done. That was nice. But there's a few other things to mention. So my real claim is that gerrymandering hurts democracy by giving unfair advantages to people in power and excluding minorities. The first evidence is it excludes minorities in certain cases such as one where you cut out uh, certain neighborhoods. It's happened before in many cases. And then um, also... Excluding certain parties, like what the Republican Party did during Red Map. They also did the same thing with minorities during Red Map as well. Well, it wasn't shown, but they did it when they gave the Republicans all the power. They did that. Also, uh, evidence two, it creates lines for the political needs, not the needs of the voters. So that doesn't seem like it's good for the voters, so it's not good for anyone but the people in power, so it's not good. And uh, representatives are choosing voters, not the other way around, like it's supposed to be. So, again. But there's one good side of gerrymandering. Gerrymandering can put minorities in the loop in accordance with the Voting Rights Act. Um, Then let's look at this. So, the U.S. House has become steadily less competitive. A while ago, there was over 172 seats uh, that were competitive. And now it's down to just 72. That's a large drop. States like North Carolina and, I believe, Tennessee are pretty gerrymandered. A lot of Republican states are. But some of the effects are excluding minorities, including minorities, and giving people in power an unfair advantage. And that is really a lot of it. Uh, And then the Supreme Court says that there's over 16 cases about or tied to gerrymandering. So that's an interesting little fact for you. And now this show is produced by me, Carson Robinson, and the rest of the history team, including Ellis Wasson, Kai Thompson... And Dave Robison, Charlotte Reardon, Margaret Robison, Lan, and more. Good day.